Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Triforce Podcast this fine Thursday morning. It's us, we're back again, once once it's again. It's raining. It's, yeah. it's, well, it's typical it's pissing it down. Victorian <laughs> English weather. Does it have to be Victorian? Is that like uh, the Victorian times were ushered in the, the rainy days? Is that? Yes, and in the 20th century it did not rain a single second of any of the no, days in this No, not even an ounce of rain. And now I don't know. That grayness just reminds me of like the of when of you factory. were around in Victorian Britain. Yeah. yeah. Walking or, the streets. Or like a, or like a film noir kind of. Good morning of... to you, Mr. Brindley. Yeah. Aha! Good morning to you, Mr. Forsyth. How are you today? Fine, fine. The urchins yeah. in my factory are working hard. And yours? <laughs> oh, I've managed to halve their gruel I'm ration. off to the apothecary <laughs> to buy some cocaine gum for medicinal birds. <laughs> Purposes. <laughs> and a dodo for dinner. Mm. Yes, it washed yeah. down with a, a, a lovely glass of port. And, port. Um, oh, yeah. The they man, all had gout drink. in those days, man. They of all course had they gout. did. They were just living it up too hard. They're just like, it was all the finer things constantly, you know? But how good could the food have been, really, is my question. I tell you what, I read an article this week from a Liverpool cafe that found a hundred year old menu. So sort of Victorian era menu from when they were, um, when they were, I guess, a, a more upmarket place. And man, the food on there looked pretty grim. Yeah. Well, it's all relative to the time though, right? I mean, back then, not everything would have had sugar in it, which is what we're sort of more accustomed to now, right? Like everything is seasoned with like a sort of like a sauce that has like some sweetness to it or, or whatever. But back then, I think they tried to do stuff like that, but it was a lot more natural, right? There was a, a lot less um, processed stuff or, or produced stuff. And it was like, it was more fresh stuff, but mixed up in like weird, wacky ways that probably... Well, I didn't even know what half of this stuff you was. You wouldn't want so to like... eat nowadays, right? Because we're we're accustomed to like different different yes. tastes and stuff. Yeah, I of, guess. I mean, yeah. I will say this. If you took someone from the Victorian era and took them out for dinner in modern London, I'm pretty yeah. sure they'd be blown away. They'd be like, this is unbelievable. I can't believe how little gristle there is in yeah, this. Yeah, but then they'd have like uh, crippling diarrhea for like a week as well. <laughs> yeah. I guess it would be quite rich. Yeah, a lot, absolutely. A lot more seasoning like, imagine you took somebody to. from the Victorian era out for like a fucking big curry. Like they'd be oh. dead. Like they, would, they would love it, but they would probably die, right? Like they're just yes. not, they would not be equipped for like the taste sensation and like the, I guess. you know, like all I mean, the, all the crazy that, spices and stuff. You have to ease yourself into that stuff. Right. But if you've never had a curry as a modern mm -hmm. 20th century uh, into the 21st century uh, man, your first curry didn't kill you. No, no. But like it would double you over probably, right? Probably. If you weren't used to it. If you gave like him it, a fall or something yeah. really hot like that, then yeah. yeah. Are you trying to murder me, Mr. Brittany? <laughs> fetch the physician! Leeches! Leeches! <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid we're like going to have to lose that arm, sir. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's I've already lost the other one. <laughs> barely use it anyway. Mm. I've got servants to handle things for me. <laughs> man, so, oh, yeah, I wonder if you would eat these things. So the soups. Just the first thing on the menu is consommé de volaille. Yeah. Volaille. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. It's French. It <laughs> means, yeah. It means it's French soup. Case closed. Right. Case closed. Right. Diagnosis it's French murder, baby. Looks like we got some French here, Chief. So, so that's, that's fourpence. Or you could have scotch broth, oh, which course. is fourpence. Of course. Uh, I, I, I mean, most of the food either. that they ate back then, if it was hot food, it was some sort of soup. Right. Like there wasn't just they, they didn't. Uh, well, maybe the Victorians more so than uh, than previously. But, you know, like a lot of their a lot of their warm food would have been broth stews, like stuff that you just shove a lot of crap into a pot and 
and then just let it like stew or simmer like uh, throughout the day sort of thing, right? Like you, Maybe, didn't, have yeah. the, you yes. didn't have like a heating control like we have nowadays where you can just like quickly whip up a pasta or something like that. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. didn't have the and have the level of control that we enjoy nowadays with all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I think you might be right. But I mean, I, I don't know what creme, creme a la reine is either. That it's is uh, another... cream, cre- the queen's cream. <laughs> it's like the uh, emperor's new clothes, but it, it, this time it's a queen and it's her cream. So She um, squirts in a bowl and you add a little, a little cream uh, basil everywhere. and it's yeah. delicious. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Is it? Is it, the, is it the queen's soup? Is that what it's... Is that the translation? That's well, I bizarre. think they, they get some water from the river Rain and add a bit of cream and yeah. then you drink that. Like how is Rain spelt? Rain, like it's in like royal, I guess. Yeah, like the like crown. Is it Rain? In if it's R E N N E, I think that's Queen. No, it's R E I N E. That's that's R E I N E. Oh, that's Queen. Yeah, sorry, no, R E N N E is a place, right? That's Ren. Yeah, yeah. I think with an S. But R E I N E is 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 Queen in French. Yeah, so it's yeah. Royal sounds like it's it's cream of the Queen. It's chicken chicken a la Ren has rice in it. Yeah, that's chicken a la Ren. Soup a la Ren. Queen soup. Here we go. One liter of chicken stock. The meat of two chicken legs, well cooked. Cook it for three hours. Milk. Cream, flour, butter, and an egg and some peas. Sounds pretty bland. Basically, yeah. just a, a boring chicken soup. Uh, the, the 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 entrees. Let me ask you whether you want any of these. Do you want sweetbreads and peas? Ooh, isn't sweetbreads like the balls and testicles, the testicles and penis of a of an animal? Uh, yeah, no, it's called. It's like the th- it's like throat, isn't it, or stomach, or, or is it pancreas? It's definitely. It's, it's definitely not a not, bit you'd want. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't sound. It's, but they gave it that name. Sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. But no sweetbreads. Well, there appears to be a dong. Yes, they're not. They are not what you want to be eating. No, that's that's at the top of the list. Like, that's the that's the thing that everyone orders apparently. That's how they caught Hannibal Lecter in the remake of Red Dragon. Yeah. Will Graham, Will Graham goes round to his house and he's looking through Gastronomique de la Renique yeah. book, uh, which mm-hmm. I bought in a charity shop for a couple of quid because I was. He like, was going Ooh. through um, airport security <laughs> and they had a uh, a little snack bag and they looked in and it was just people's nipples, like it was just <laughs> a whole bunch of fried up nipples Deep in there. Deep fried like, nipples. Excuse me, sir. Oh, what what was this? He's like, that's my nipples, snack. my nipple snacks. <laughs> that yeah. I just feel so sick. Now you said that. Oh my god, that 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 triggered something in me. I mean, I was thinking about the like the same food. way that we would have. Uh, like a bag of cashews or something. He's right. just got yeah. a got bag nipples. of nipples. I don't like. Those are my I snack s- nipples. Oh. What? Yeah. what? My yeah. snack nipples, Clarice. Uh, <laughs> uh, the next on the list is is Irish stew. But that's going to have potatoes. But we put in Irish sure, people right? in that. No, no, no. We put Irish people in that. The Victorians oh. really didn't like the Irish. So even right, even okay. you know, right. you found a lad, an Irish lad. Ah, top of the morning to you, because that's what they all say. And he said, they, they would go, I say, my good man, look in this bag, would you? I'll be looking in your bag there. And when he looked in the bag, you bonked him over the head and then you took the body away and chucked it in a soup. That's brutal. Well, it's kind of like um, those beef braised, um, beer braised soups, you know, where, because obviously they're all drunk with the Guinness, right? And so it would be like putting a can of Guinness in, basically. They're all drunk. Kind of, yeah. Well, back then. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so a brazen braised steak uh, lard mierre, I think it says. Yeah. Okay. You're selling don't this. Don't know what that means. Yeah, this chicken sounds good. Cu- chicken cutlets mm. and spaghetti. Oh right. Really? Okay. Um, yeah. So that's like the Victorians were kind of like the first to to get really adventurous, right, with cuisine and stuff. So mm. a lot of a lot of their a lot of their like big ticket meals would have been imported stuff, right? Like from uh, from you know the continent or or even beyond or whatever. I think that's when it like sort of um, you know traditional Italian food started making it like over here. Uh, mm. And uh, you probably would have had some French. Indian food and stuff too, right? Maybe um, yeah. Around the time starting to make its way over, but it would have been seen as very exotic, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, didn't they that, used to put yeah. a pineapple in the middle of the table, and that was like lardy da. Oh yeah, yeah God, yeah, it was like yeah, that used to be a pretty big deal. If you had mock, a pineapple, mock turtle you were... soup. Yes. There's another one, mock turtle soup. It was created in the mid 18th century, so it's a little earlier than the Victorian. Obviously, it's a cheaper imitation of green turtle soup, which I guess had turtle in uh, and it uses brains oh. and organ oh. meats yeah. such as the calf's oh, head or a calf's 
foot to duplicate the texture and flavor of the original turtle meat. Now, if you're mock, if you're having to to make mock turtle soup, and you're like, how can we make this really unpleasantly textured? Let's put some fucking organs and brains in it, because then people will think it's it's like turtle soup. So, in other words, you had something that was obviously texturally fairly unpleasant. Let's remake it with brains and a calf's head and foot. Yeah. Gross. Gross. <laughs> Those are the days. I, I, there's, there's, you people are still getting away with stuff like this, though, just naming it stuff that sounds fine, like, you know, like sweet, sweet breads. Um, the, other, the other options are more obvious. There's grilled kidneys and bacon. That actually sounds right. quite good. That sounds quite v- good. Veal and ham rissoles. Mm. I, don't, I can't remember are. what's in a rissole, but I don't think it's very nice. That's 10 pence, that one. So wow. that's slightly more expensive. It was, it was actually a small patty inside pastry, so it's like a mini Cornish pasty. Baked oh, or deep like fried. Little... That doesn't sound too bad. There you go. Uh, harico oxtail. I'm not sure. I bet they actually used an oxtail for that, though. I don't know if they did. It's just it's nothing. It's nothing. It's just supposed. To, but that's. I don't. I never. I don't think oxtail was ever actually put in stuff. Was oh, it? they would have done it back then. Oh, back then got... they probably would have. Yeah. Okay. Um, boiled cod with hollandaise sauce. I oh mean, yeah, oxtail on. is actually the tail of of the ox. It's like a big. It's a big gristly looking thing with the bone running through the middle and some fairly shitty meat on the outside. So it's a. Oh, it's, it's, not, tail. it's not just a string. No, it's it is like, actually. It's, they don't just take. The stringy, tiny See, they little used thing to use. Part. They used to use all that shit back then. There was like applications for like every part of the animal. Yeah, and, and then no sort of waste. coming into the industrial era, we decided that instead of doing something with all of that stuff, uh, or like lots of little things with all of that stuff, we were just going to combine it all together and make hot dogs. So yeah, hot go. dogs. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we came up with. Yeah, Lunch that's what we meat. came up yeah. with. Yeah. Lunch and, and meat. Yeah. Lunch and meat as well. Yeah, craft <laughs> yeah. single slices, but like yeah, they're little meat squares and stuff. That's all it is. Yeah, you it's see It's just all the, the shit um... that they don't have any real use for after the the animal's been butchered and the good cuts have been taken two two words two words fridge raiders (laughs) the most disgusting thing i've ever seen you know what this this is again it's like promoted as if it's like a thing that doesn't you don't know where it's from right right but yeah like as a meat eater obviously i'm I'm alone on the podcast in that and there there is an element of of guilt i would say really um to eat yeah of course because i know what it's doing to the planet and stuff like that and i understand that the amount of you know i don't want to get all fucking political because uh people hate that but there is no doubt that meat is far more difficult and expensive to produce than vegetables i I get that what Mm. what i and if we cut our meat intake down it would be a lot better for the environment anyway we cannot do that until we stop thinking that you have to have meat three times a day and then they thought how can we get more meat into people's mouths so fridge raiders comes along which is just chunks of unidentified meat that you keep in your fridge so when you're presumably some some man because it's always a man in the advert going oh i'm a bit hungry i need some meat for my belly like an orc and they open the fridge where's the meat oh there's a fridge raiders what part of the animal is this oh don't ask Gorbub, just shove it in your face. Because we're men and we just want meat all the time. Oh my god! That's all this become. Yeah, no. Why? Why are we gonna do that? Which is crazy. I I feel like I feel like that would have been something that you could have seen in the eighties, and it would have been perfectly acceptable, right? You know, like you. I think like most fridges in the eighties were just jam packed full of weird meats and stuff, leftover (laughs) meats, meat loaves, and all that shit. But nowadays, I don't know. I feel like it's, you know, I I feel like it's changed a little bit. You know, people are like e- eating like avocados a lot more. And, yeah, there's um, a lot more healthiness. There's, there, there's definitely like superfood kind of options that are not meat based. And, and people are very aware of them now. And obviously, there's a lot of uh, money being made off of this as well. I mean, mm. the, the, the freshest unproduced, uh, unprocessed food somehow is more expensive than, um, you know, stuff that has actually had to like be created and go through a factory it doesn't make sense but there you go it's true well it's the kind yeah. of you've seen those machines haven't you it's like a bucket with loads of rubber fingers in it that jiggles yeah. and they throw like a chicken corpse in oh, there and it jiggles oh, it around man. and shakes off all okay, the little bits have you ever of, looked like, at one of those and just thought 
Man, it would feel weird if my cock was in there. <laughs> That's the first thing what I thought. Like, yeah, what yeah. if I could fuck You that? just yeah. think, right? You're just like, what if I just put my bare dong in there? <laughs> like, what would happen? That'd be crazy. That would be We're nuts. always looking for opportunities. Oh, yeah, really absolutely. Yeah. Always looking for a new sensation, you know? Always. To keep my, my life spicy. I guess for, for women, they're thinking, if I sat on that and it's vibrating a lot i yeah. wonder if that would give me the jollies i reckon yeah, yeah. it would because that's a that's, thing uh, right the yeah. you know the wobbly uh dryer the washing machine, and the dryer, washing yeah. machine and shit yeah. so i've asked i've asked women about that like is that is that really a thing and they're all like oh yeah i oh, think oh God. that's why you know back in the that's, day that's, that's why back in the day uh you know all the all the mums were like oh i'll do the washing no no i'll do the washing they, they couldn't wait to do the washing it would be like the the one the one thrill they get because washing up there's no vibration there even the dishwasher barely moves. I yeah. reckon oh they, they made tumble dryers and washing oh machines specifically to vibrate. Well, this reminds me of a thing. Okay, so um, this week I was recommended to download some, by one of my friends, um, like this kind of ambient sound app for the um, for, for Alexa, right? So you say, sorry if anyone's got one, I've triggered it. <laughs> you say the name of the, the, the thing and then you say, play rain sounds Alexa right? or... play rain sounds okay exactly and that will then happen but they've got like apps on them now so they will sometimes these pays for apps and some of them actually have this huge huge library of sounds where you can play multiple sounds at the same time oh, to God. find this perfect moment and I, I was looking through the sound list and some of the sounds were like what the fuck? Wow. Okay. But for example, one of the sounds was washing machine. Hmm. Oh, that's a really popular one for uh, like white noise, washing machine sounds. There's there's videos like this on YouTube for um, getting your baby to go to sleep. Like the, all it is of this a, stuff. I do find it soothing. Yeah, all of like that 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 sort of really um, non intrusive, monotonous background mm. noise. There, mm. There's definitely a big. Sort of. Oh my god! So here's the list of them. Okay, it. it's it's very long. Um, windy leaves, windy trees, rain on a tin roof. Oh, no, that's shower annoying. sounds. Mm. Oh, I like I like rain. I like being inside when it's raining heavily and you can hear the Absolutely. water. Absolutely, but not on a like tin a roof. roof. Maybe tin roof is too much. Yeah. Then but. it starts getting weird. Frog sounds, seagull sounds, frog sounds. I find those upsetting. Actually, I wouldn't yeah. want to hear those. Womb just sounds. a frog, just oh, like wow. fucking croaking and you know bubbling and shit, like whatever other sounds <laughs> they make. Like they're all slimy and stuff. I mean, I, I don't mind frogs, but man, I don't want to listen to them constantly. <laughs> so, so I, I, so so I was like play play at random and i got like tibetan bowl sounds and snoring sounds oh, snoring sounds, sounds. No it sounded no like way. the monk in a monastery had just like fallen asleep on his back was just snoring away that, like uh, you, if they have snoring sounds you might as well just have a completely quiet room with people eating sounds like i can't think of anything worse like uh, that would ap ap absolutely trigger me off of the face well of the exactly planet. eating exactly. sounds yeah like the yeah, sound of people that... like smacking and eating <laughs> Smashing their plates oh like in the knife and forks oh. on the plate. There should be an opposite, like a, a some some sounds to get you. Like you know the way before a football match or something, they play like like pounding music to really get them all g'd up. If you if you had a grudge match coming, you wanted to really anger your team. Just play eating sounds. Yeah, like just oh or, or you know when you listen to Radio up, Four yeah. or something, and there's an interview, and the people all have the mic really close. And you, I can't remember there was a term for it when you're the mouth movement sounds. If you take away the actual words and just have that it's like it's the grossest sound it's like people some, I, I, maybe people it's horrible, maybe some people yeah, like it but i know like even some streamers who will eat on stream you know like Ugh. they'll have like a full meal like on stream and they'll just Ugh. like watch a video or something but you know like it's, if you're it's it's, it's there's certain people who like yeah. it no, no, like, but you know you know when you're doing that you know when you're if you're eating and watching something at the same time you're completely unaware of how loud you're being eating. Oh my god! Because you're concentrating yes. on something else, and you're like grunting and fucking smacking and <laughs> shit like that. Slurping. Oh my yeah, god! Some people At least like if it's quiet. You have some awareness, but I think if your mind is on something else while you're eating, 
That's got to be the worst combo. You could see the most beautiful woman in the world, right? Yeah. And then go out for dinner with her and then watch her drink a glass of water. It's like very, But I think that's hot, why hot, in restaurants hot. there's <laughs> a lot of like uh, focus on, on ambience as well, right? Like oh, you've got to have some music or something. You, just yeah, to... and you can hear like the slight murmur of everybody's talking and, and stuff. There's a bit of, of music. Because if it wasn't, if, if there was none of that, oh my God, like Ugh. dating would never work. You would just be like, fuck you! You fucking go! <laughs> all the time you just you'd get up and leave in a rage you know like it would be the worst so 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 th- these sounds right lawnmower sounds no i feel what? like that no one that's is annoying, no one yeah. is keen for that one right I, re- I remember one time i was um when i this is when i was in the, the the cadets um at school and we we did, went on a trip it was a week on a merchant navy vessel in in scotland that went around the isle of Arran and all around the, the west coast of scotland i think that right was. and we were all of us. So it was like 15 or 16 lads or something like that. And we all had to sleep in the, a series of bunks, like below decks, obviously. And they were stacked up in tiers of like three, just set into the wall. So you're in a little sort of metal cubby hole with all your stuff at the foot of your bed and you slept there. And the engine is on overnight, you know, to keep the heating, the electricity and everything like that on. That was so relaxing. The, the, the very slight thrumming of the engine and the very slight vibration I went out like a fucking light. It was the yeah. best. Mm. It was maybe such a it nice background noise. Maybe a combination, noise. though. Like I feel, I feel like that's a like a con- like a combo situation. You have that noise, but also you have a, a day where you probably had to do a lot and in an unfamiliar environment. So you're 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 physically and mentally exhausted at the same time at night, and then you have that soothing sound oh. as well. That's got to be like the a, ultimate yeah. combo, right? It was really because nice, yeah. on a on a daily basis, how often do you get that where you're you're oh, both oh, physically yeah, and mentally exhausted at the end of the day, and you go to bed, and there's like you know something, some rain sounds or something like that, right? Like it's it's pretty rare, I'd say. I, I like maybe some people experience that, but like I certainly don't. I it's was like just playing talk of maybe one midnight. of those things. Exhausted. Yeah. So, so the other, yeah, go on, the other, go on, Lulu. No, but you're right. Like the other thing is, I read about like there's like five different colors of noise as well. Like because there's white noise that we obviously know about. Well, there's also pink and blue and violet and brown. I got some brown, brown noise for you right here. Well, the, the brown noise is is named after a guy called Robert Brown, oh, I think, rather than um, not a man who recorded his farts for twenty no. years. But they're like they're some of because people sometimes do like listening to the white noise, and I always hated it. But actually, the other ones are more focused because white noise is kind of just very kind of abrasive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I I wonder like because the other one is like buzzing lights sounds no. and is like, there a green I wonder... noise? I just like to listen to nature, like the sound of trees moving and birds like that that's very relaxing did i ever tell you guys about the bird that um <laughs> the bird is the word there's this bird close to where my parents uh, lived when i was growing up and um one morning he was doing this and it sounded like the opening uh to uh money is for nothing by uh dire straits it was like no no it was the i want money but it was like a but oh, like really? it was like a bird song. So he was just oh, like, wow. Maybe he heard it. Maybe he was one of those birds that, that repeats songs. <laughs> Maybe. And unfortunately, yeah. he's a Dire Straits fan. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, the 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 sort of um, I mean, he did it for it had to have been about six hours straight. Like it was crazy. Oh, he just loves just that constantly. song. Yeah, I guess he just got it stuck in his head. You know, like. Or he's <laughs> waiting for the rest of the band to turn up because yeah. it is quite a long intro. Maybe he's thinking, yeah. "Geez, maybe that was just the phase he was going through." You know, maybe a couple of weeks later, it was like sandstorm or something. You know. It's <laughs> 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 just like constantly for six hours. I'm wondering whether these like sounds are actually just a, like a three-second loop of you know. Yeah. Uh, fucking whatever. I think, I think that would be is. even more annoying than whatever the sound was. Because you, you car we, ride sounds. We you know, we do that's notice, one which you but could you notice use patterns sips. very quickly, don't you? So if you had just a like a five second like loop, you hear it straight away. Like as oh, this is just looped, and it's just kind of if if it, I I feel like you know the way car alarms go like. Like the, the the good car alarms go wee ba 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 like that yeah. rather than just be a mm-hmm. steady sound because it's more annoying so people are more likely to look and say shut that fucking car Rince. alarm up. 
Speaking of loops, I've, got, I've gone down rabbit holes recently where I've been really interested in watching videos about like uh, sample breakdowns for hip hop. Um, oh yeah yeah like tracks and stuff. where it came from and stuff yeah yeah and it's super interesting but now that's led me on to listening to lots of like instrumental versions of uh of hip-hop songs that have become available or that had just been released as you know like uh instrumental albums or whatever and the loops in those are are really interesting too because oh, you, yeah when you have somebody rapping over them and then you have uh, breaks and uh and like other things in there it spices it up or whatever but man, the loops are really simple when you when oh, you yeah, just when you they are. when you just consider you know that it's just the same kind of like five seconds playing over and over and over again. But it it's it works. It's so good. But it's what it's, amazes it's really me is when, when you listen to those like there's loads of YouTube videos that like there's a song by I think she's called Amory. It's called One Thing. You'll know right. it when you hear it. It goes like it's that one thing that got me slipping or whatever. It's like, oh yeah, it was yeah, a I know that one. Hit. Yeah, you know the one. So the loop in that is like this weird drum. It goes, it goes like, it's like very yeah, yeah. noticeable. No, 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 that no. is like a five second segment <laughs> yeah. of a much longer song. Oh yeah, and no. They they do it. I mean, I I guess the the guys that put these loops together, the producers and the the, the 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 DJs and stuff, would just go to a record store and buy like a hundred of these old funk and soul records from. Well, the 70s. yeah, that was a big thing in hip hop culture, right? Digging through the crates, you, you you find old records, obscure records, a lot of like old jazz or soul, um, funk. But they're looking a for a lot one... of that's been sampled to, to yeah, death, just but... one bit where they just go, oh shit, sample that right now, and we'll put like a sick beat on it and we'll stretch it out a bit and we'll, well raise this bit up and then boom. some are some are a bit uh, a bit like there it varies right like if you listen to ain't nothing but a g thing by like right. uh, by dre and and snoop um if you find the original sample for that it's basically just the full song like it, it's not <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. sampled from it at all he's just basically lifted it in like the entire song and then added like a you know like a like a harder beat to it and mixed it up a little bit but you know what I'm, like if you listen to the original song it's crazy but it, yeah, it works so, it works so well pure theft yeah and then but then some of them are you know they'll, they'll take like a song reverse parts of it um you know speed it up or like slow it down and you you wouldn't be able to distinguish it you'd have to really really listen for it sort of thing amazing and those work really well too i mean it's 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 an amazing uh, mix of of all sorts of stuff but i i don't think at the same time a lot of people are like, oh, it's just stolen a song. But no, he's not. He's 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 popularized a song that probably wouldn't have never been listened to again. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of this hits. stuff is kind of lost. Yeah, they're not. Or they were hits at the time. And there, it, it would be impossible for them to make a resurgence, right? The only yeah. way that they become relevant again is through, um, you know, like artists of the day using the samples or using the songs and then, you know, putting a spin on it or whatever. I think it's really interesting. I don't I don't think that it's like theft or... No, you know, no, no. Or like plagiarism I mean, or anything. It, it, it's an no evolution of music, yeah, right? Exactly, it's, exactly. It's almost, it's almost like saying, listen to this cool... I mean, some of, honestly, like we were saying, some of these samples are buried deep in records that never made it big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, you found this moment. You're like, oh, shit. And now you've made something awesome. I yeah. will say, when they took um, That's Just The Way It Is by Bruce Hornsby, I was not happy. That's a classic song. I never sure, really knew that. It so worked, it was a huge I think it was okay, Come on. I, I, didn't, I didn't mind it. I mean, I like the original, but I, as far as sort of like remixes of songs go, that's one of the better ones for sure. Like, um, I disagree. There, there are some... Fuck some... Tupac. Fuck it. That's right. There's some... Biggie Smalls all the way, motherfucker. Let's go. East Coast! Oh, my God. Some of the re remixes or reboots that they do of songs you are You just uh, created a sweet bread there. Yeah. <laughs> a, a real... A, a serious beef. Yeah, <laughs> yeah serious beef. That's We've upgraded that to an oxtail. You just, you just created a, a beef a la reine there, Flax. You're <laughs> fucking done. No, I, um, so there's a YouTube channel called Tracklib who go through yes. samples and which samples are used yeah. in... Um, and stuff and they've done a they did one I saw last week from the because it's 20th anniversary of Daft Punk's Discovery that's right album. yeah and it's got all of the samples that they use and they're all from tracks from like 70s yeah. like 1979 oh yeah lots Johns. of like lots of like disco for like Daft Punk they would have sampled lots of like uh, funk and disco and stuff 
But just Alan little, little bits Kenny of it. Loggins. Yeah. yeah, it's like really odd. Or really odd bits. Yeah. Just like such like fragments. From but a, a lot of these guys are audiophiles, right? Like you have to have the stamina to sit there, to not only yeah. buy an obscure record, but sit there and listen to it like a couple of times to find these little hidden gems, right? Like it's... Oh, yeah. And a lot um, of them are sped up or slow down as well. So they almost sound completely different to the original. It's, it's almost like they can't be asked to, or, or that they don't want to re... Or don't need to make new music right don't need to go in the studio and play these things because they already have these cool sound bites that are yeah. ready to go the problem is, is so many of them the problem is with a lot of stuff especially like in the 90s like a lot of like a lot of heavily sampled stuff in the 90s uh once the once the industry sort of caught on that this was happening and that there was money being made off the back of it it, it just went crazy it was just like uh lawsuits left right and center right for like using unauthorized like samples of of existing songs and stuff it mm. was just it became almost like a little mini industry in itself yeah. people making yeah, money sure. off well, the, or demanding d- demanding royalties and stuff like that so you'll see like a, a shift post that where sampling becomes even more and more obscure because they have to they really have to mask what they're using and then in a lot of cases like like even dre um, went as far as to because he he he'd made a lot of money at this point. Instead of just straight up sampling, he would have musicians come in and recreate the stuff that he wanted with like different instruments and 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 whatnot. And that's interesting as well. That kind of got around it for a while, I think. But still, there's so always somebody out you. there trying to get money, right? Like here's a story in the easiest you. I, way possible. I can't remember if I mentioned this on a previous week. I may have done. Did I talk about Cisco's thong song? <laughs> no, not that I recall. Okay. Man, this is <laughs> going to be one of those classic Triforce moments where me and Lewis are like. <laughs> Told us, you've told I don't us three remember times. talking about the thong <laughs> yeah. song, and everybody in the comments is going to be like, oh right. my god, episode 75, all week. you guys talked about was the thong song, you idiots. <laughs> fucking okay. stupid idiots, you morons. Stupid. You fucking suck. I've listened to every episode. That's what gets right. me. I've listened to every episode, and I still hate period. I'm like, well, you're still listening, motherfucker. Suck people, my dick. People who complain the most love the most. That's the I, thing. I, if you I don't, don't, think that's if you don't true. care about something, you don't complain yeah. about it. I don't I don't think that's yeah. true. Father's Day is just around the corner. More like Farter's Day, am I right? I've got, Boom. No? Okay, so Nothing but... says fathers like hairy balls. Yeah, oh my god. That's that's right. Do you know someone who is really hairy? You, you can't you even are. see my junk anymore. I've got such a huge muff. Is there a solution, Lewis, to this problem? There is. Uh, Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist oh. grooming, and it just launched a performance package. Oof, talk about my performance package, mate. For a father, a hairy father. As you get older, you might notice that the hair moves down. I enjoy having an excessively hairy chest, but I do not like hair on my genitals. Agreed. I want to be totally bald down there, but lusciously hairy (laughs) up there. Well, in that case, well, you have also the weed whacker ear and nose trimmer. That's that's to to trim bushes out of your nose and ears. So bad. That is that is that's part of the kit. I got more hair in my nose than I do on my head these days. It's the worst. Yeah. If only there was a solution. (laughs) Not only that, eighty percent of partners admit that long nose hair or ear hair is a major turn off. Oh, it is. So why not treat yourself uh, or a friend to a gift? You can get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash Triforce. That's 20% off free shipping manscaped.com slash Triforce. Don't forget that you came from your dad's balls uh, (laughs) this year. Show your original home some love. Go back there and go to your dad's (laughs) balls with your trimmers in hand and give him a happy Think about your dad's trim them up somewhere. Trim them up. There's no better way to say happy Father's Day to your dad than to give him a huge Brazilian, baby. That's right. Well, there you go. Thank you for our sponsor. We will carry on with the show now. (laughs) (laughs) So, the thong song. Huge hit. It was like a massive hit. What is it? 2000, I think? 1990, 2000? Thong, 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 thong. Exactly. Everybody knows the song. It was was so massive. Like, it was like... You remember the way um, Gangnam Style was huge, and uh, but the, these hits come along that are just fucking everywhere. And uh, that that other one, what was that one? Uh, the the by the guys called like Lum Fowl or whatever. Party Rock, right? Party Rock is in the house. Oh yeah, that one. yeah, yeah. So the, these songs were just so huge that they, you couldn't fucking get away from them. So Cisco's Thong Song was that song back then. 
he they sampled nothing really other than this he, he went to see these producers he'd been in this other group called drew hill he wanted to go solo and he, he went there and he listened to a bunch of uh some sort of um tracks that these guys had produced and he was like oh shit i want that one which was the thong song one and he added a few bits and bobs to it but the line where he says she's living la vida loca because of that line he said to the producers oh don't worry i know the guy like the producer who did the, the that song uh, the Ricky Martin song? Ricky or Martin, it was. yeah. So don't worry about it. I've got this. No problem. They won't come after us. They did come after them. Yeah, of course they did. And they, they said, did. "You, you've, you." He literally just said, "Live in La Vida Loca," uh, and that's it. So the guy who did the producer for the song, uh, the Ricky Martin song, owns a bigger share of the Thong song than any of the other people involved in the production because of that one single line. They had to give him oh a cut God. of the record, yeah, it's crazy. rather than go to court. But that's Isn't that a, insane? Well, that's it, and that, that's the thing because the threat. A lot of this stuff doesn't go to court. It's just settled, right? Because yeah. people think, oh, I can't go to court for this. It's going to cost too much. The fees, blah, 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 blah. So they just settle. And that's where that's how you end up with all this ridiculous shit. Like, but these guys, they, I mean, these producers, it's the same with movie producers. I don't think they actually give a shit. They literally just got into the game to figure out how can I rook money out of people yeah, with no, lawsuits of course and they claiming yeah, shit. It's it is. fucking fuck off, you know? Just yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Just, just fuck off. And it leads yeah. into all this, the DMCA shit on Twitch and Oi. stuff like that. It's it's such a fucking, uh, it's just, it's fucking dinosaurs just, uh, you know, yeah. desperately, uh, you know, clutching on to this, this, this way that they've always made money or whatever. And it, you think that all these people streaming, there's hundreds of thousands of people watching every day. It's just free promotion, right? If you if you're allowing your music to be played, it, you eh. spread it out to a much larger audience. People would be more likely to go and listen to it um, other places as well after that if they've heard it and they like it or whatever. Right, but but hang on. Isn't that the same argument that people make when they try to get artists to work for free? I don't like, know. For, but like, for exposure, right? If you, there's a Twitter account called For Exposure yeah. where artists are being approached by people, restaurants, everywhere. Hey, can you give me some of your product for free or give me some art for free? I have this many followers, it'll be great exposure for you. Yeah. And that that argument is made by people who just don't want to have to pay for someone else's work. Like if you create something, whether it's a song or, or whatever it is, uh, you deserve to be paid for it if people are going to use it. So the argument, it's good exposure, I, I don't agree with. I, I, it's a tricky one. The DMCA stuff, yeah. the problem I have with it is... If you made um, music then, you wouldn't want people to to just listen to it? You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to go to a stream one time and somebody is just listening to and enjoying a song that you made like what you, if what if i'm a big star and your exposure means nothing to me and you're essentially benefiting from it for free I, i'm playing devil's advocate here but i just want sure, to understand at that what point do you think I, why would you them? give much of a shit though like most of your money is going to be made by packing is, out stadiums and selling merch at the shows that nah, you're putting on and stuff like that it doesn't matter money. tours lose money no most tours come on lose. they yeah, make I'm a ton serious. of money no they do not dude they cost you money. That's not it's true. It's a promotional thing That's for the record. That's not true. No, no, no. That is 100% no, no, no. true. Tours make the majority of bands now make most of their money from touring. So it used to be that there were a handful of bands that made money on a tour. Like the Rolling Stones and bands like that. How? It's the main, How? The main it's way, the main they, way do they do it. Do it. How else money? are they going to make money? They're not making money from Spotify and shit like that. Right, well, and that's well, what that's most people are using to listen to music now. That they're not making money from listening to music. Right? Bands used to make money from record sales and the uh -huh. tour was to promote the record. So you're saying now... Tours is where they make the money. Yeah, that absolutely. Doesn't to me mean that, appearances, but that because mean that's that something that nothing can take, nobody can take away from them. Like you go to a show to see Britney Spears or whatever. Um, you know what I mean? Nobody can can do that other than her sort of thing. So right, yeah, but of course she's they not make a ton of money. Near, they're not. No, I, I would put I would put it another way. You're saying that their main revenue source has been taken away. And now the only way they make money is from tours. I'm not, I'm not saying that's the only way, but they make a, 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 a fortune off of touring for sure. I don't know about that. I'd have to see some sources. I'm going to have to do some reading. Man, if they if they lost yeah. money on it, nobody would fucking tour. Like, Dude, I'm telling they, you, they used to lose. Like, it was never a profitable thing for bands to tour. Oh, my God. There's no way. Like, even even in the, even in the 70s from. and the 80s, like, like Led Zeppelin toured incessantly for like right. a decade a big like, band a big band sure but that's like, the point okay but and back then you had to be you had to play shows you had to tour because there's no other way people could listen to or or find out about your music right coming back to exposure mm. and stuff like that so many bands started playing shitty little venues with like 10 people at them and stuff 
and just had to somehow work their way up, right? There was no, there's no massive distribution. Like the only way you could find out about bands back then would have been to read a magazine or something like that. You know what I mean? There was, we weren't connected. You couldn't just like, you know, listen to a Spotify playlist back then, right? So even back then, it was even more important to be touring and stuff. I, I wonder, like, there's a thing. We obviously we obviously believe very, very strongly about uh, opinions or things we don't necessarily know the facts of, and it, it affects how we think, right? And this is a thing to do. This is, It's a book I've been reading called Factfulness, okay? Um, What's it called? It's quite a famous, it's quite a famous book. Fact. Oh, factfulness. Oh, fact. Like mindfulness. For fact. For fact. For fact. Only with facts. Right. Factfulness. And it's got in the intro, it's got like a little quiz. And I thought I could give you the quiz just to see how you did, because for me, I did terrible. Oh, okay. um, and apparently everyone does pretty terrible. Right. So I just thought I'd see how you guys done. And just you kind of just have to give the answer off the top of your head. Don't think about it too much. Don't don't metagame it. But where do you think the majority of the world population lives? Is it in low income countries, middle income countries or high income countries? I would say um, low income countries. OK. Uh, in all low-income countries across the world today, how many girls finish primary school? Is it twenty percent, forty percent, or sixty percent? Um, this is globally. Yeah, I globally, would say, low, in countries defined as low-income. I think it's forty percent. I would say twenty percent. Okay, I'll put I'll put them both down. In the last twenty years, the proportion of the world population living in extreme poverty has it doubled, remained the same, or halved? Halved. I'd say doubled. Okay. What is the life expectancy of the world today? Is it to the nearest 10 years, what do you think? Globally in the oh, world? Globally? I'd say it's probably yeah. like maybe like 40, 50 years. I'm going to say on average. Uh, 68. Okay, so you think you think, you think think close to 70 people. Yeah. So you think close to 50. Yes. Yeah. All right. There are 2 billion children in the world today. Wow. Jeez. Aged between 0 and 15. Gosh. How many children will there be in 2100? According to the United Nations, um, is it four billion, three billion, or two billion? I'd say. Oh, I, I think it's actually leveling off. Um, isn't it? Like, I think they think we're approaching a point where we're going to start to see the birth rate leveling off. Yeah, what I, is I it? remember I, seeing I was that reading a, while a thing ago. in the in the US. Apparently, um, the birth rate has dipped below the the rate of people at which people die. Yeah, and uh, they they they're thinking that now it's like unsustainable. Like there's not enough babies being born to replace but the people that are even, dying or something China, like that. Even China, even China has. I, there was an article. I think it was yeah, on the BBC China, the other day. China had has historically. I don't know about now, but like didn't they have population control yeah they had, the they had policies the in place where you know right you... but what i'm saying is now they're saying that the birth rate is dipping even without the one child policy yeah so that like i think globally people are having less kids i still, assume because I still they're having to work though, so much harder I, I, I still think the the volume of people has to just rise right i don't think it's going to decline what in the next like 80 years i'd say that it's going to be the higher number well i'm going to go for the higher number anyway you, th you think four billion yeah okay and you think uh, two i'm going to say two yeah interesting then the uh, how did the number of deaths per year from natural disasters change over the last hundred years? Did it double, half, or stay the I'd same? I'd say double. Jeez, let me think. For, so from natural events, I'm going to say probably stayed the same. It's something out of our control. Okay. Uh, how many of the world's one-year-old children today have been vaccinated against some sort of disease? Oh, uh, is it twenty percent, fifty percent, or eighty? Oh, like eighty percent. I'm going to say I'm going to go vaccine. low on that one as well. Like probably twenty percent. Okay. Globally, thirty-year-old, thirty-year-old men have had, on average, ten years of schooling um, in total. How many years have women of the same age had in school in total? Thirty-year-old women worldwide. Worldwide, probably less. Three years, six years, or nine years? I'd say six. I'm going to say nine. Okay. I'm going to say nine. Interesting. Uh, in 1996, tigers, giant pandas, and black rhinos were all critically uh, were all listed as endangered. Uh, how many of these three species are now critically endangered? Um, all of them, all three of them. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two two out of three. I'm gonna I'm I'm, okay. I'm gonna guess they managed to save one. Uh, how many people in the world have some access to electricity? Is it twenty percent, fifty percent, or eighty percent? It's gotta uh, be eighty percent. I'd surely. say like probably fifty percent, maybe, or may I okay. I I want to say twenty percent, but maybe. 
Most people live in cities 50. these days and towns. I'm going to say eight. Right. And their global climate experts believe that over the next 100 years, the average temperature will either get warmer, remain the same, or get colder. Warmer. I think it's going to get warmer. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, of these answers, I can tell you, Sips, you got one right, and it was that last one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, PFLAX, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven right. Wow. Ooh, pretty good. Holy crap, Thank Flex. you. Pretty good. But you still got about five wrong. <laughs> well, Jesus. But that's, a, that's, a, that's at least a, a Okay, B go minus. back through them. I want to hear what the right answer was for some of them. Now. So obviously, the reality is, is that, you know, the majority of the world's population lives in um, middle-income countries, you know, in China and, and oh, India. Oh, I guess, which are now yeah, they've come of, up to be sort of like... Uh, kind of middle-income countries. Some middle-income now, yeah. The, the lifespan, the average lifespan in China is 77. Ooh. And the average lifespan in India is 69. Oh, right, okay. So, God. you know, these these th this has come a long way. Yeah, yeah, and it's the, not the, as the, bad as I thought. Maybe my uh, and information And it's because in the last 20 years, it's changed a lot. And when we were at school... We were being taught by teachers who learned it 20 years before them. Right. So they're kind of educating us based on 40-year out-of-date information. Right, right. And it leads to a lot of pessimism, right? But also the, through media and through other things, there's lots of facts in this book, Factfulness. I recommend it. Bill Gates um, is involved, but the guy who wrote it spent his whole life kind of trying to change people's minds because he found that when he gave this quiz sips to very intelligent people at summits like Davos they would get the same score as you oh right so I'm so I've been lumped in with very intelligent people nice and I got I got the same <laughs> score as I you. wouldn't say very thank intelligent. you very much oh me and Lewis are very intelligent that's my takeaway <laughs> from this good well you know that's how you have to start a book is that you have to tell everyone that they're intelligent for getting a quiz wrong was, is it was um, it by I that Swedish that. guy uh hands something was Hans Rosling. Yeah, yeah Rosling, yeah. I, I watched his TED Talk a, a good few years ago now. He's done a lot of famous TED Talks. He, well, actually, this was his last work. So he wrote this book and then he died, yeah. unfortunately. Oh. And it was, it's, a, it's a very... Apparently, it's very good. I'm about halfway through and I'm really enjoying it. It's very, very Lewis. Ironically, anyway. he was killed in a uh, natural disaster uh, <laughs> by an uneducated woman. <laughs> yeah, country. she'd only gone to school for six years and uh, caused a huge natural well, so, disaster so, that killed him. So, yeah, I guess you didn't really twig it, but basically, like, all, almost all the answers were the best ones. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, 60% of, of uh, girls in very poor countries finish primary school. Um, which what is, about which the is endangered animals one? Uh, none of them are actually critically endangered today. Wow! And in fact, I think giant pandas I heard this week were not even endangered They're anymore. A pest Holy now. crap! They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're just on, rummaging through garden. the dumpsters and Get stuff. Get out of here, you bugs! <laughs> out of here! Yeah. Okay, you were cute when you were endangered, but now this has gone too far. <laughs> Stop opening those diapers. That's disgusting. <laughs> so they're closed so, yeah, for so a in reason. The, in the last twenty years, uh, people living in extreme poverty has halved at least. Um, uh, halved and and uh, the life expectancy of the world is 70 years god yeah i mean i was going based on uh me just being kind of cynical but also like you said um probably um probably my education is uh is is very out of date at this point you tend to also pick the more negative choice because that's how we are right if yeah. i give you three choices you're going to pick the most negative because you feel like that's how we've been taught really and also it kind of we feel like we have to galvanize people to action by giving them this negativity. Oh, There's a lot of things, and I'm not going to try and explain it, but if you want to know why we, we answered this yeah. way, it's interesting. Um, so in, in 2100, yes, the world apparently will have stabilised off in population. There will be 4 billion more people, um, but there'll be the same number of children as there are now, right? Um, which is interesting, 2 billion. So, so what, they're just not growing up? That's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I guess it's, it's changed like a lot. Pan. Like yeah. I know like my grandmother... Um, not well. One of my grandmothers was married when she was eighteen and had kids. Um, basically a year later, and then had like six kids, and yes. that wasn't super uncommon either. Yeah, oh yeah. But nowadays, people are waiting a lot longer to have children. When they do finally have children, they just have one. You know, sometimes maybe two or whatever. If they're crazy, they'll have three, like we're about to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I like. I feel like that side of things has has definitely changed a lot, noticeably to me, anyway. For sure. Um, um, it's interesting. Natural disasters uh, have less than half the people that used to die in natural disasters now die. Wow. wow. I guess we got better responses. It's that we just have better uh, responses, yeah. better uh, things in place for yeah. dealing with detection, uh, early detection yeah. and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also one percent. Uh, so it's eighty percent of one-year-olds have been 
been vaccinated against some sort of disease. So that's really a lot of a lot of modern children. Um, even counting all the people who refuse to get their children vaccinated, Idiots. that's pretty good. Idiots. Yeah. If you're an anti-vaxxer, stop listening to this podcast and fuck off, please. Seriously. Don't worry. I don't want to catch your idiocy. Women are pretty close to men in terms of schooling, like nine years of school compared to ten globally, which is which is not as not as big of a gap as we're sometimes yeah, yeah. led to believe. Eighty percent of the world have access to electricity. Wow. And um, yeah, it's like so. In fact. A lot's changed in the last sort of twenty years, really, and we do. We are naturally. We feel quite. You, I guess you felt, and I did quite strongly that I was right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Despite the fact that I hadn't done any research, I hadn't looked at it. No one had really told me. I, I had. I had a sort of awareness of. Um, I know that child mortality is this kind of thermometer yeah, for it's a good measure. A countries, uh, because basically, you know, if kids are dying, there's problems with infrastructure, clean water you know sanitation food supplies there's lots of there's lots of you know it, like when you, you can kind of gauge how many kids are dying it gives you an idea of how well a country's doing yeah. yeah and in the whole world over the last sort of 50 years it's really gone from uh what we used to be quite very quite bad in some countries to very surprising yeah um, wow. even in some of the poorest places in the world um it's really sort of only a few countries in africa that actually so are we so based on bad. all of this are we getting closer to creating a gigantic mormon vessel that we can then travel into space on and um like on oh like the God. expanse you know like the big round one with like the fucking farms <laughs> and shit on it i suppose you it think? is quite galvanizing because it does show that this, despite this pro you know it's, it's kind of this silent progress though yeah. do you know what I mean that we don't necessarily it doesn't make no. a good news yeah. report though Lewis isn't it just more fun to talk about all the shit that's happening yeah, and make no, everyone I mean, think that's definitely a well, thing going to hell in a handcart Who's going to hell in a handcart, mate? You fucking, I don't want to hear facts. Yeah. I guess a lot of that shit. is you, like you, because you you often hear older people saying that, and I guess I guess what feeds into that a lot is that it's it's just the way that the world changes, right? Like I guess I also a think lot that- of pe- a lot of people, especially in the West, I guess, um, grew up. And were educated and taught things a certain way and it was fine for them. And then when they see that it's changing or whatever, I guess they get scared or I think, think their like, backs just hurt. A it's lot. worse. I think they yeah. just got a bad back and they're grumpy and so they want to take it out on everybody else. I guess. And they yeah. think because their life is getting they're getting older and they're starting to see the end and everything's changing. There's a lot of old people sort of thinking, Oh, everything's changed. No one's got any manners these days. I guarantee if you went back to Victorian Britain, they'd be saying, Everything's changed. Nobody's got any manners these days. You keep going back. It's the same shit. Every generation is the same. <laughs> yeah. We move forward this slowly. This is the Stuart Lee bit. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, Romans coming over here, <laughs> giving us sewers, you know. Exactly. <laughs> this, um, it's, it's, uh, so I, I, I'm, I, I think also you're right. Like, there's this desire and feeling for the media to report negativity immediately. You know, they'll be like, Elon, I heard on the radio today, Elon, on the radio, on Alexa today, <laughs> Alexa, Alexa, play me news. Alexa, tell um, me all about Elon Musk. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. So, so I'll let that play. There you go. Everyone <laughs> listening has to now put up with that. She so so she told me that Elon Musk had said, "Oh, Tesla aren't accepting Bitcoin anymore." Yeah, I saw so that. Sort of yeah, I saw that. Instantly plummets, and then of course by the afternoon it's back where it is before anyway. It's all you know, a so it's like, but they don't report that bit. You know, it's all it's the negative stuff that that people are. I don't know, it sells or that feels like it's if worth reporting. It bleeds, reporting. it leads, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so here, strange, here's, we're talking about the past, thing. and one thing I was thinking about the other day, I watched Ghostbusters uh, last night because i was bored and it popped up on netflix and i was like yeah fuck what it. the original the original yeah, yeah. And i remembered that when i was a kid my mum had a job where she had to work quite long hours in the evening and she would go out right. she'd cook us dinner and then she'd go out and she'd probably come back at about 11 o'clock midnight and i when i was a little older i would go and get her and walk her home you know because she was like you know woman on her own at night and everything yeah. i don't know what a 14 year old boy's meant to do but i was you know reasonably tall at did that you point. have a hoodie because I mean, I, I, yeah. I would wear my biggest black coat, and I would have right. a ba- I had a baseball bat. <laughs> that I had, really, and I wow. would keep it down the side of my jacket. I, I mean, it was it was Bournemouth. Like, there's no chance of any trouble. <laughs> but in oh my, my mind, God. I was doing my job. You know, my my right. dad wasn't there, so I had to to look after my mum and everything. But we had um obviously, but I don't want to get all old man about it. But we literally had there were four channels. If there was nothing on, there was nothing on. And God forbid you read a book or do something else. So we had uh, a collection of VHS tapes that we'd take movies or TV shows off the telly yeah, and then of watch course. them. 
Yeah, and me and my common. sister would exactly. Yeah, yeah. So me and my sister would have to agree. Just two kids, siblings, which who never agree about anything. We had to think, what the fuck are we going to watch? And we'd have, we'd have this movie collection. And every time I see a movie, I think, yep, I can remember, and I can see the tape, and I can picture how my mum had written the name of the film on there. If it was something I really liked, I'd go over it and do a kind of graffiti style, like cool, yeah. or I'd try to do the the actual logo for the movie, like the Goonies or something like that, or Aliens, I'd try to actually make it look like the posterized version of the, the word. And I was I just Googled classic 80s movies. And looking through this list, so many of them we had the VHS recording of. Stand By Me is a film I have not watched in a very, very <laughs> Man, long time. That's a classic. Time. I think everybody had a, a, some kind of... Re- that Stand By Me is the one with the scene on the, the railroad track, yes, right? Like the very bridge, famous the rail scene bridge. where they yeah, have yeah. to run away. Yeah. But I mean, it was like, like the, the cast of that movie was pretty crazy. Like, fuck it, I think it was Will Wheaton was in that fucking film. Yeah, there's a bunch of... Um, there's a bunch of like uh, kind of child... Corey Haim and River Corey Phoenix. Haim, River Phoenix. Yeah, it was all the sort of like was of the Corey day Feldman? child child stars. No, wasn't it? It was. Was it Feldman? Corey Haim. Who was Corey Haim? It was. It was not. It was Corey Haim was in Lost. Boys. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Corey Feldman was the guy who's a he's a nut now, but he was. So he was. But you in don't uh, you don't see that sort of format for movies anymore, right? Like I like I, I guess back in the eighties there was a lot of sort of like um, coming of age tales and you had like a lot of sort of teenage or younger younger actors in them but at the time they were fairly well known right and they would go on to then get other roles and so i can't think of any movies that come out nowadays that have that format right so here are some 80s 80s teen movies okay the breakfast club which was like an iconic movie i hated that i watched it recently i thought it it did not hold up at all yeah Yeah, it's very dated i don't even think it was ever that good to begin with i don't know well i i heard i heard for some reason it was one of these things that i guess it's like my teacher it was good when he watched it or (laughs) whatever do you know what i mean it's one of these if things. If you were 15 or 16 when you People watched it. People used to think it was good. Ferris yeah. Bueller now, was another no, one, but none that, of the actors were three. actual teens. <laughs> they were right, like 30-year-olds. Yeah, they were, they were the old, yeah. like fucking Cameron is clearly not at high school. Come no. on, he's like a yeah, grown-up. Yeah. The Lost Boys, which was another classic uh, 80s movie. That was with Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. That was the rare double Corey. That was the two Corys. Yeah. Two Corys yeah. Yeah. Weird Science. Do you remember Weird Science? Um, Weird Science. I w- remember that because it was in the video shop in my village and it had tits on the yes. front of the VHS oh. and yes. my parents wouldn't let me rent it because <laughs> it had oh, tits It was on. so good. They make a woman and of course she's incredibly hot and she thinks that they're awesome and I think they fuck her. I can't remember. Jesus. But uh, basically yeah, I, was, I thought it was the best thing ever. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, yeah. which is a classic. Um, the Outsiders, which was like so many actors in that went on to do Outsiders. other stuff. It was crazy. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which was a classic. Stand By um, Me. What was the one with, um, was it My Girl, where Macaulay Culkin dies at the end? and gets stung girl. by a bee Stung by a bee. Yeah. yeah. My, that was one of my sister's favorite <laughs> Sorry movies. Sorry for spoiling it. Yeah. <laughs> De- Dead Poets Society, which was like a... Oh, I love Poet it when Society Macaulay Culkin really gets good. stung by a bee and dies. <laughs> yeah, that's a, Dead Poets Society, yeah, very famous. One of the highlights yeah. of the 90s. Heathers was a big one. Mystic Pizza was a big one. Um, I mean, these were, these were all... Teenager-led movies. Adventures in they... Babysitting was right. probably another one yeah. too. Uh, Labyrinth was kind Labyrinth, of. I mean, I was yeah. I was in love with Jennifer Connelly. I would have been a couple of years but younger so than what, her when so she was in So, like, that. what movies are coming out recent? Like, I mean, I know with the pandemic, like, not not that much has been coming out, but right. I, they, those formats seem gone to me. I, like, I don't know I, if they I can't have. think of any modern well, no, cause, equivalents because those teen movies have always been there. Remember, it evolved into the American Pies. And I all guess, that stuff. but even those you and don't see. Inv- that many of anymore well it evolved like, into young adult stuff it was hunger games and oh, you know the maze runner and all that oh, team right, like, right. You, you know I that's the genre games that it became. is kind of the equivalent now right they're, something they like are that. absolutely still there we just don't watch them because oh, right, we think of course, yeah. that looks wank it's got fucking teenagers in it who fucking <laughs> yeah. cares it's all i can't even be I, I couldn't even tell you a movie that's come out this year like i i pay so little attention to that space now like i don't know What's come out? What's been good? What's been bad? Oh, I guess there's that that King Kong one that you watched that came out this oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I still um, think about that. And movie Tenet, Tenet was the other. Tenet, thing. I haven't. I know nothing about it. I haven't seen it. I, like, it's alright. I watched. Um, I watched The Father, which was the oh, Anthony was Hopkins. Good? It's really good. Yeah, and actually, it did like give me a bit of sort of 
sort of stress because it was very reminiscent of my my gran who yeah. had dementia um, and was sort of struggling to keep track of things. But yes, honestly, fantastic movie, The Father. I really enjoyed it. You know really what? I, I watched the, the whole series of Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Did you like it? Oh, my God. I love that show. I told you. It's did, so did I not good, tell yeah. you it was good? I didn't say it wasn't going to be good. I just didn't have Apple uh, TV. No, sorry. I just... It's coming from a guy okay. who doesn't know anything about football. You know, he sips really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, yeah but neither does he. So it's, it's good. Like... You, okay, the new, the new season is, is on Apple TV at the end of this month. I know. It's I like can't in wait. two weeks it's coming out. Yeah. So here's how much I like liked it we got apple tv because mrs f got a new iphone oh, okay so you got the year free well, one year free apple tv yeah, yeah, which yeah, blew yeah. my mind I, uh-huh. we started watching it at about eight o'clock and i stayed up till 2 30 watched the whole series yeah i, wanted to, I know I it's, like, it's, it's crazy right it. it's just such a good it's not that funny i didn't find i wasn't laughing out loud but it just had nice moments it was just really feel good it right? was it yeah just, it was it's nice it's just nice. i mean there were, i love his character is brilliant i love yeah. the relationship with beardy the coach and everything yeah and it's just you're right it is it is not like a hysterical laugh riot i did find some of it very funny yeah but i mainly just thought i just want this i want these characters to do well i really really yeah yeah you get invested in them right like they're they're really well well written and just it's not like it's not groundbreaking but it's just a really nice experience it's a really good show it's a good show and these are some top tips i'm I'm glad you like well there you go so yeah check out track live on youtube check out factfulness if you want to get a good book it's really good really really good um and check out Ted Lasso and The Father. They're some top recommendations for this week. There you go. Thank you. Uh, I was on Pitch Please. You can check that out. That's our sister podcast. I listened to the Spiffing Brit episode this week, which I really enjoyed. So if you want to think about... If, you like, if you're anything like me, you just want to play all the games that you hear instantly. Um, but yes, I uh, that's out. Pitch Please. Thank you. Cross-platform promotion right here. Of course. Yeah, there you go. It's on Spotify as long as well as we are. Uh, Spotify every Wednesday. Yeah. New After you're episodes. done shaving your balls with your uh, Manscaped <laughs> kit, you can uh, fire up the old Express VPN and access Spotify safely and securely and uh, listen to uh, our podcast and our sister podcast as well. Pitch Please. Pitch Please listen to it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. bye.